Welcome back, everyone. Episode nine of How Can We Be Better? Nine times, Bueller. Nine times we've done this now. That's exciting. Nine consecutive weeks that we've asked, how can we be better? You guys have submitted responses and we respond to those responses. Terry, it's so good to have you back in New York City, brother. <laughs> it feels it feels great to be back and behind the mic once again. Yes, the dark night returns. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, we're going to run through what we've got, about 12, 12 responses here. Um, short and fast and sweet. That's how we like it. Are you ready, T? Ready. All right, first one. Uh, yo, bro, daddy-o. Yo, bro, daddy-o. Mm. Yo, bro, daddy-o. Says, a car, de- a, a car decal would be nice. What do you think? Uh, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, you know what? Who drives? Ooh. I would like to see some stats on amount of rate of driving. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Over the past five to 10 years, I'm sure it's declining, especially within our target yep. customer range. But uh, we, we're we going to make some stickers. And if you would like, you can throw that on your car. I think we've been having a really interesting conversation around fridge magnets. We really mm. want to bring fridge magnets back. We think that there's everybody starts their day at the fridge. Sometimes they end their day at the fridge. Mm. If there's a singular message that we can figure out and stamp on your fridge through a magnet, could be cool. I mean, I know what the message is. What do you mean if there's a singular message? Is there a singular message? <laughs> are, you like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Am I, I'm leading the witness here. <laughs> it's a way of life. It's a way of life. That's it. Cool. So we, we've got some artwork to design, but the thought process is uh, it's a way of life sticker um, or fridge magnet that could potentially double as a car decal. Question answered. Uh, Glim at Glim1 underscore 77 running shorts. Add a mesh liner to the worn shorts? Question mark. Yeah, we're not, uh, we're not planning on adding a mesh liner to any of our shorts um, at the moment and for the foreseeable future, but we are planning a two-in-one version of, um, of our soon-to-be spring short. I yes. should not have said that. That's okay. um, <laughs> Tell the people. <laughs> it's a lighter weight version of the Warren short, I guess you could say, and, and we're going to merge it with, with our Northmore, and we're pretty, pretty pumped about it. So the first two-in-one short is coming. Terry said it here first. It's going to be called the spring short. We're super pumped about it, but no mesh liners. After a lot of R&D, you know, we've kind of decided in the direction uh, opposite of mesh liners, something a bit more substantial. We actually have a lot of customers that'll say that they will cut mesh liners out of other shorts. Tons. Other brands. And then wear our compression under. So... Yeah, we've gotten feedback in the other direction. I believe that to be fact. Uh, next question. At backstop, which is like a pretty, I feel like it's a pretty good handle. Uh, tactical fall outerwear with like one of those emojis stroking the chin. Tactical fall outerwear. Hmm. Can just, you talk a little bit about just, um, Ross and kind of his expertise and the conversations that we've been having, even preliminary yeah, I mean, 
we're exploring or just always looking to build out our, our Rolodex of resources, people that can make different types of, uh, of garments and even accessories. So, so that when it's time to do it, we have the people in place to, to allow us to do it. And, you know, we believe, um, although we make the, the core of our a product in the U S in LA, you know, we don't, we don't feel that we're completely bound to that. You know, our, our criteria is really just the best quality, the best technicians in the world. We want to find them for whatever respective garment we're, or accessory we're manufacturing. So we, we do have a contact overseas. It's, it's really, really, um, skilled and talented in, in the outer work category. So it's on the radar. And I actually think 2020, um, we were already starting to sketch some things up. So, so, uh, yeah, hopefully we get there. Question answered at Jag one, one, zero, one, six says the Velcro on my key pocket seems to be tearing off. And when I first got it and when I first got them, it chafed answer that two part question or a response. I think the Velcro part of it, um, I would ask if it's, current generation of product or if it's an older generation it's a problem that's like one of the one of the little problems we had a couple of years ago that was a bit more frequent um i think we've we've really bunkered down with our manufacturer and asked them to like really really reinforce that that point because uh, it does take a lot of stress continual stress when you're like velcroing unvelcroing a pocket repetitively um so we hear you, and I think we've we've taken the the steps to improve that. Um, but if it is a more current generation, hit us up, info at Wolico, and um, you know we might be able to to find a solve to just kind of get you some credit on your next order, or something yeah. like that. Great. Um, uh, and then the second part of the question, it chafed, or response rather. Well, it sound chafed versus it chafes. Um, sounds like it might have improved is he is he referring to the pocket or the actual garment i think he's i think i believe he's talking about the velcro on the pocket when i first got them it chafed um tough to tell yeah i mean velcro could certainly chafe it's a very um sharp yep (laughs) like it's probably one of those trims that we're we're more focused on upgrading. Is that fair? Very. Yeah. Uh, yes. I think in 2020, um, our 2020 vision has us really honing in on, on trim details like that and doing it in a more elevated way. So beautiful. So Jag to conclude, David is going to send you a message asking you which generation of Northmore short. Maybe you can snap him a photo of the actual, um, the rippage so that we can send it to our manufacturer to make sure that we handle this and kind of nip it in the butt. Um, yeah, from we, there, we'll have an open dialogue about what we can do to fix it, replace it. And yeah, I want to understand what's going on there for sure. And just know in 2020, man, we're working on fixing that Velcro. It's been, uh, you know, it's Velcro anyway. Uh, next question. The good sir. Tyler says, I'd love a list of which, Equinox sell Wolico. I'd true. I'd try a new location if I knew ahead that their shop had it. So Tyler wants a list of Equinoxes that hold our gear. 
Yeah, I think we should have actually have a list of every retailer that carries our gear. Um, and we have a, a page built out on our website. I think we've been meaning to get it populated with, with the most up-to-date uh, list. And I actually think you know, we look at a lot of these, these retail partners as exactly that, as partners and extensions of our brand. And we're pretty calculated with who we choose to work with. So you know, we're excited to drive people to those locations to check out our stuff. And I think we should be putting it out almost on like a regular basis, whether it's on Instagram saying, hey, driving to that page with an updated list of where you can find us. Yep. Um, I, I think that's a good, that's a great kind of call out um, because people need to know. I love it. So to make sure that we do this, David, <laughs> you're going to link up with uh, Howard to scrub the Equinox list to see which locations that were currently being sold at. And then Howard will also supply you with a list of locations that our stuff is rep of locations that our, our stuff is represented at. And then from there, you and I will jam on what the best way to visualize that, that data is. Make sense? Cool. Next question. Uh, at Jagger, he's got a great last name. I just can't pronounce it. Creation of a base layer compression top, maybe some cold heat gear types. You know, I think once once you develop an expertise in a category, it's tough not to continue it on into different styles. Um, namely, for us, tops, since we've kind of covered the whole bottoms category uh, with compression, but. Um, I don't know. I mean, Nick, like, what's your answer? Like we, for some reason, we've, we've veered away from compressive tops. Um, I look at it as, is a very niche item. And I think like it makes more sense for us in like a, you know, maybe a year, even two yeah. when we're like getting a little bit more niche where we have the luxury to do that. I agree. I think, um, it kind of goes, it goes well with that that response earlier about tactical fall outerwear. I just think that as we, we want to develop lifestyle specific items and styles, not sports specific, right? So I think that there's a, a trail runner that would love a long sleeve compressive top for the right kind of run during the right time of season. You know, I think that there's probably like a, you know, a, a, a t-shirt that makes sense to wear under something else for the right, but we just haven't figured out what those things are. So they're not in the pipeline transparently. Um, but we're definitely focused, you know, we took the trip to outdoor retailer to touch a bunch of fabrics for the sole purpose of leveling up our, our tops. So that's something we're excited about. Uh, next question at, uh, CrossFit. EMT, uh, she's a gangster. Uh, let me officially rep your brand. Done deal. Okay. Response answered. <laughs> cool. Uh, David will reach out. We'll get her all the details. We'll, we'll include her in the ambassador program. Excited about that. Uh, at our bad underscore more engagement on stories like these questions for follower interaction. Yeah. 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 I think. Um, you know, we've been, I guess, you know, no excuses. I think you're hundred percent right. Like we just need to create more content. We need to put more stuff out. I think yeah. the human touch is a big part of our brand. So 
You know, uh, everyone on the team should be chipping in in some capacity or another, just taking over the camera and or jumping in the DMs and responding on a regular basis, uh, myself included. So I feel that and I'm so excited to answer you right now on DM saying heard exclamation point facts exclamation point will get better. Love that. Yeah, I'm excited about that. I think there's, uh, I think there's a lot of opportunity even with our ambassadors and people that rep our brand to get on camera, not just in like a standard takeover. I think there are ways for them to tell us about little details within their life that might add value to the people that that follow us. Um, I just think there's a lot of potential through Instagram Story and even IGTV. Yeah. Which I love this next one. Same person, different question, workout playlist on Spotify. So you want to go hit it? I mean, we've gone through waves. I think the people that are listening to this that have been following us for a long time have, have gotten a dose of our, of our tunes um, in, again, in waves, in spurts. Um, we want to build something that's a bit more kind of comprehensive and something that accumulates music over time and um really stores like the Woolaco jams um we've been talking about spotify it's a little tricky building a new account um we're set up we're set up (laughs) (laughs) it was tricky for like two weeks but we figured it out yeah we're set up um we look we love music I think, I really think music, um, I mean, music has fueled me um, in this really interesting way, kind of blending, obviously, the active pursuit. Um, you know, I'm almost always listening to music when, when I'm exercising and running, and it's a large reason that I even invented the North More Short, because I needed a place to store my phone so I could listen to music while I was running. And now, you know, music has also continued to play a role within kind of building the business and like when I'm doing work, when I'm, you know, running through the city from meeting to meeting, it keeps, you know, it pumps me up and I I think it can make you feel a certain way in a certain moment and it can be pretty magical. So, you know, we, uh, we want to share that with our, with our crew. Um, we think it's a big part of the way of life. So, um, good to hear it. Like Nick said, we have the account set up. We're just about ready to rock. And if you have any music recommendations, send them our way. So here's what we're going to do to make this super actionable. What we've done, right, is we like set up this this Spotify account at Wolico on Spotify. And we've gone through the process of like paying the the $10 a month for premium so that we can be found by other people. And it's probably been up for like four months with minimal music on it because we tried to go 100% before doing it just, you know, like 5%. Meaning we created all these different Spotify playlists for yoga, for running fast, for running slow, uh, for hit workouts. Like we tried to go 100 real quick and we got nowhere. What we need to do is we need to create the best running playlist ever. It needs to be on the onset, like eight to 12 songs. And then we need to consistently add two songs a week. Because that's manageable. Right now, what we're trying to do isn't manageable. We're too scattered. 
But if we put it through the lens of, we just want to create the best running playlist ever, period, I think we'll be successful. What do you think? I agree. Cool. Um, yeah, chip away. Something is better than nothing, and we'll react. Next one. Make a short with a five-inch inseam for running. This is from at Swinkler42. Hashtag at SwinkDaddy. <laughs> is it actually? He actually no. has that, that hashtag? No. Oh. No, no, no. I, that's, that's my, that's my opinion. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a, it's a short short. Um, and I think that... But Swinkler's a beast runner. So he knows exactly what he wants. I know. Which is why he's telling us. Yeah. Again, I think another one of those things is just a little bit more niche. Comes in the next kind of yeah. the next wave. Like, Get him excited about what's coming. Yeah. We've got, well, I don't know if this will excite him in particular, but he might be excited that we are adding more inseam lengths. Um, our, our seven and a half length is actually a bit short for a lot of people in particular really tall people so we've added a um close to a 10 inch inseam which sounds long but um it's for a tall guy it's it's almost the same thing as a seven and a half um so yeah we got some we're varying our inseam lengths we've got a lightweight uh version of the, of the short coming and um you know behind that is is probably Test it out and even shorter and seam. Yep. Cool. All right. Uh, David, was there, there was other questions you texted me? Yeah. Two more. Okay. Terry, my, my favorite question to answer. Uh, at Fabster NYC. Hey guys, the logo on my tights is coming undone. If I wash them, it might come off. If I iron them, if I iron it, would it stick back on? We have people. And I'm looking at it right now. It's, I believe, from what I'm looking at, it's a Empire Blue. So it's an old production, Empire Blue, right? Um, but, like, you know, it's, it's going to be one of those things that we just got to address head on. Um, so the appropriate response here is uh, at Fabster. We, we apologize. We have previous episodes of the podcast where we explain. Actually, the, this entire thing was kind of birthed out of a moment of frustration where I wanted to address this topic head on. Maybe, David, we link him back to that episode of the podcast where we explain in full detail, unfortunately, why this happens. And then we can offer him like a, you know 25 bucks off his, his next purchase because all new production should be. We feel good about it. Fingers are crossed. I'm knocking on wood right now. Um, yeah, that's that's just kind of the, the beast that we're dealing with. Make sense, T? Yeah, it makes sense. Cool. Give me an idea for a way to, you know, potentially address it in the future, but I don't want to overpromise here. Um, we can bring it up at another point. Cool. Last one, because it's 9.59 in the morning on a Monday, We've got this question, Terry, and I, I've got, you've got to call it 10. So I got to cut you loose here. Yeah. Last one. This might be a stupid question. No stupid, no questions are stupid on this podcast. Bradley B0923 says, is the showroom open to visitors on regular days or just on special occasions? The showroom is open 
just on special occasions or by appointment only. So just shoot us a DM, tell us when you want to come in, and boy, will we be accommodating. Yeah, couldn't have said it better myself. Killer. Awesome, everybody. Thanks for uh, submitting these responses. They really do mean the world, and I promise you, we will get better. <laughs>